thinking about your next career move in research and development? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that's investing £20 billion in R&D over the next two years. The nation that's home to four of the world's top research universities. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK. Question of the Week from the Naked Scientists. Hello and welcome to Question of the Week from the Naked Scientists with me, Diana O'Carroll. This week we'll be getting a bit breathless with the following question. Hi, this is Paul calling in from Hong Kong. I tend to drive with all the windows closed and the recirculation function engaged. This way I keep out the diesel fumes and dust. The flip side is I'm breathing in recirculated and progressively stale air. So my question is, if the car were a perfectly sealed container, how big would it have to be for me to survive in it for a day? I'm trying to figure out how long I can drive in a compact car without running the risk of passing out. If your car was perfectly airtight, and it would have to be pretty well engineered for that to be the case, what would happen? So I'm Geisley Jenkins. I'm a consultant respiratory physician at the University of Nottingham. This sounds like a really simple question when you first get to it, but actually it's quite a difficult question to answer. The easy answer to this question is that you will never run out of air because the box is sealed, you are sealed within the box, and therefore you will just exchange the breath that you breathe in with the breath that you breathe out. But I guess what the question alludes to is how long you have to survive in that box before you die. Because what you're doing is you're exchanging ambient air with exhaled air. And the gaseous composition of the two airs is quite different. Ambient air has a CO2 concentration of about 0.5% and oxygen concentration of about 21%. Exhaled air has an oxygen concentration of 13%, a CO2 concentration of 5%. So what you will do over time is you'll reduce the oxygen level in the air and increase the carbon dioxide level. And the problem is not so much the reduction of oxygen, but the increase in carbon dioxide. By the time your carbon dioxide levels in the air that you breathe in the box reach 15%, you'll effectively die. Assuming the box is about four cubic meters, it would take about 16 hours or so. But the reality is that you would actually start to feel ill uh, and probably die a lot sooner than that because your breathing rates will change as the carbon dioxide in the ambient air increase. So actually, it could be down to sort of five hours Sadly for our prisoner, it's not so much a case of running out of air as poisoning yourself with your own expelled gas. It's a good lesson that it's always worth opening the window every now and then. Here's another safety tip to consider. Hello there, my name is Clive Wilkins. I'm from Sutton Coalfield. I have a question. My dad always used to unplug the TV when lightning was nearby. Was this the right thing to do? Uh, excuse the pun, what is the current advice? Thank you. While you're pondering the security of your TV, spare a thought for those poor oil magnates with this question. Hi, I'm Dr. Raj from Sri Lanka. My question is this. During the 1970s, we were told that oil would run out by the year 2000. Then new reserves were discovered, and now they say 2100 is when we will be starved of oil. 
is it possible that we'll find more oil reserves in time to come? And why have we missed them before? Can the price of oil make smaller reserves economically viable? Thank you. What's the best thing to do with your 42-inch LCD screen these days? And do you know of any secret oil reserves? Email me with their locations and your answers to question of the week at thenakedscientist.com or follow the discussion at thenakedscientist.com forward slash forum. Question of the Week is part of the Naked Scientists podcast and supported by the EPSRC, the Wellcome Trust and UK Fast. Look us up online at nakedscientists.com. Thinking about your next career move in research and development? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that's investing £20 billion in R&D over the next two years. The nation that's home to four of the world's top research universities. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK.